Hey, so what is going on, everyone? It is me, Mr. Mario. And Dope's Winner. And Happy New Year, Daniel. Happy New Year to you, Mr. Mario. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, this uh, first episode, episode 13, unlucky episode of Mod Chat. And the first oh. one, 2016. 2016. Yeah. Is there... Yeah? Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying, like, is there, <laughs> but you said you deserve. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, You're not talking. Like, what's going on here? No, <laughs> no, I didn't understand at first, so I was trying to kind of process that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, Machat, you know, I- I'm excited about this because uh, we finally, you know, got in front of our mics and we were able to talk, get this episode done and everything. But, uh, you know, we've officially been doing Machat for over a year, so it wasn't really the-, the 12th episode I was excited for. It was more the 13th one because I wanted to do this for over a year yeah now it's official so now we can uh we can stop <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> oh god no, no no we got so much more to talk about so many I things know. i'm just messing <laughs> yeah so uh you know it's it's definitely been th- fun thank you guys for uh and girls for all the support and everything it's been very much appreciated and uh we definitely i mean we do this episode we, we do these episodes in this podcast for you all because we still want to provide some type of modding content so that's why we're here and that's why we're homies it's pretty cool when you see all of the uh, episodes together and you're like, wow, oh, yeah. Like, you know, because, like, it's not just, like, one or two. Like, damn, there's 12 of these things now. Exactly. No, because I see a lot of people. They'll do, you know, like, an episode or two and then, like, it's done. I'm just like, that was good. That that was good. Why did you stop? I do that. I feel like I, that's the story of my life. <laughs> Start things and then just, like, you know, get all hyped and then stop. Yeah. So. Uh, rest in, I'm sorry, but rest in peace to your, your thing where you want to upload every day of the year. Yeah, yeah, it didn't happen. It lasted, what, like two weeks? It lasted about two weeks. I mean, I'll give you that, but, dude, that was tough. It was, dude, honestly, like, two weeks in, I was like, fuck. Like, it got to the point where I'm like, (laughs) I I, I was was at work and I was just tired, and I was like, there's just no way I can go home right now and, like, come up with the content and, like, be excited about it. It just... It sounded good, but exactly. like, oh god, yeah, that's the thing too. Because I I produce a lot of content, but I even thought of it as well. I was like, if I want to, I could upload every day, but my content would be a lot shittier. Yeah. So I'm not going to upload every day, and also it's pretty much I would have to worsen my content, and I would have to take the fun out of life. Yeah, so that's why. <laughs> you know, yeah, basically those two things right there were just like, I'd rather just do. I mean, I can still do a lot, but it's just there's not there's no way dude to do a video every day like it's yep. one thing Dana, I'm, ever, I'm telling you every two or three days man every two or three days yeah if everyone <laughs> was okay with just like me doing whatever i wanted to that'd be one thing but it's like i know everyone wants like something that's interesting to watch so it's like it just doesn't make sense man of course so yeah hey I, dude I, i'll say this even the big youtubers they don't do daily like some of them do daily but there's also a lot of them that do like five days a week they treat it yeah. like a job that's true. Yeah, but also those guys make enough so they can do it full time. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing, dude. Like if I didn't have work or any other obligations in life, like that it wouldn't be that hard to come up with solid content, you know, exactly. once a day. It really wouldn't be, you know. Exactly. So. But yeah, so to get before we get into the topic here, I also just want to oh god, the taste. Like I just I, I want to go ahead and put out here that uh I did take NyQuil right before we started recording this because I'm getting a little bit sick. So if I'm loopy, if I'm acting odd, you all know why. Yeah, so we're we're hoping that we get to see uh drunken drunken Michael drunken Mario. By, I don't think uh, it's enough to get drunk, but it's enough right now it's just the taste the aftertaste in my mouth is just so bad. I'm trying to remember what it even tastes like, mm. dude. Like it tastes like mint ass. That's what it tastes like. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm, I can picture that mint ass. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, uh, today we have, after that, uh, you know, four or five minute intro there, however long that was, we have a uh, smorgasbord here of uh, topics we want to talk about, which um, I know if you follow myself, I've covered, you know, a good amount of them, at least on the 3DS side. And if you've covered Daniel, like if you follow Daniel's stuff, uh, he's also, you've made some videos over these, like the news topics, haven't you? Yeah, just briefly. Yeah. But uh, no, there's been, man, if you own Nintendo systems this generation and you're a modder, these scenes have been on fire this year. So it's been a very good start to the beginning of the year. Yeah, the last, um, I'd say, week or so of the 2015, it's, kind of a lot of stuff was just out of nowhere, basically. Yeah, it's it's been insane. I mean, what, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about 3DS? You want to talk about Wii U? Well, I say because... I, I, the PS4, like, I definitely know a decent amount about, kind of-ish, so I'd rather you start off with the 3DS and the Wii U, since you've made tutorials and you've, um, or at least with the 3DS, you've done tutorials and you just, like, know a lot about it, so let's get with those. Okay, well, h- how about we do a sandwich? How about 3DS and then PS4 and then Wii U? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, awesome. See, we compromise right there, so okay. for anyone that doesn't know, now the Nintendo 3DS, it's an excellent handheld, and I'm still amazed that this thing has done as well as it has, because, like... 
I mean, really, at the time it came out, and for what it is, I don't think it really was supposed to succeed, but somehow Nintendo was able to get some great games on there. They were able to market it properly, price it just right, and, you know, it's done really well, and it's one of the best-selling handhelds ever. Uh, but it's also been, you know, really awesome to see Homebrew on it. Now, we've seen a few things where, for example, um, there's been, there was some old Homebrew that was released, and it never, well, not released, it was shown, but never really came out, uh, but the Gateway, so the Gateway 3DS, it was a flash cart that was, it was limiting. You had to have a certain, um, system with a certain firmware and um once you had that so i remember for example my 3ds uh i upped it i was stupid and for some reason i don't i i still don't know why i really don't know why my very first one i just felt the need to update it and uh, because i was told that the gateway 3ds would be fine and my first 3ds was on firmware 5 and the gateway 3ds when it was announced it was on firmware 4.5 <laughs> yeah and i was oh my god i was so mad at myself for that so i actually i was one of the people who i pre-ordered the gateway i got it when it first came out and i couldn't even use it because i didn't have an exploitable system and none of my friends did <laughs> did they did they announce that it was going to be usable on five or no you just like word word like rumor had it was that it was going to be able to be used on five at the time they said that it was going to work on all firmwares which the latest firmware at the time was like 4.5 and then 5.0 came out and they said that it's going to still work on all of them and then when it officially came out they said that it's only going to work on up to 4.5 but we have we have something in the works we are working okay. on getting the system running on uh, 5.0 which okay. as we know you know it didn't get working until 9.2 came out yeah, which is quite a while. Exactly. So it was it was quite similar to having a modified or jailbroken PS3 in a way where uh, if you have a PS3 that can either be downgraded to 3.55 or it's running 3.55 or lower, you can play, uh, you know, you can uh, play, you know, homebrew and all that and you have uh, access to a bunch of other things. But if you have a certain type of PS3 that can't be downgraded or you don't know how to downgrade your system, you can't find anyone to and it's past 3.55 or 3.56 you can't do anything. Yeah. So with this, yeah. So you'd be, you're talking again with the gateway. Exactly. Yeah, so that's yeah. pretty much the, the same way it was with the gateway. It's like, yeah, you know, if you could find a 3DS on 4.5 or lower, you were golden. Uh, but if you weren't, well, tough luck. You're just going to have to wait it out. Uh, so that was uh, gateway is still an awesome card. It really is. I love the features that it had on there. It started out very basic, but then, you know, they brought homebrew too, and they brought menus. They brought a lot of other things. It was really a nice, easy to use, robust software. And even EMU NAND, they brought in that stuff. But the thing is, again, you had to find one, an exploitable system. And two, you had to find, um, you had to buy the card, which the card itself is like 90 or a hundred bucks, which a lot of people did not want to do. So then what ended up happening was later on, they ended up releasing a 9.2 exploit, which for that you had to essentially use your browser. I think it was, I think you just utilize a browser or anything like that, because I don't remember how you installed. I honestly, no, I think you had to use like an entry point. So you need to use an internet entry point of some kind is what I'm trying to say to crash your system uh, to use 9.2. And then from there, they're able to refine it even more. But even when that first came out, the more logical thing was to, use the exploit on 9.2 and then downgrade your system to 4.5 because that way you could use an offline exploit in the Nintendo DS profile emulator that was on there. Uh, but now just recently, uh, as of the time we're recording this, I'm just, I'm waiting right now. Everyone is just waiting for the inevitable time where Nintendo is going to release their next firmware. That could be today, that could be tomorrow, that could be two weeks from now. We don't know. But at this current time, like while we're recording this, 10.3 is the latest firmware on the 3DS, and it is exploitable in a way where you can boot up into Homebrew Launcher, and you could do some limited Homebrew on there, but the most important thing is it works on every single system, and you can downgrade every single 3DS variant to 9.2. So at 9.2, you were always able to downgrade back to 4.5, though? No. Um, okay, you, can, you can downgrade the 3DS and the 3DS XL, I believe, uh, but the 2DS and the new 3DS and new 3DS XL, you cannot downgrade those lower. Okay, even with the current uh, tools? Because I remember it's saying that you should caution, like, wait until mm -hmm. it's... Well, the thing is, you need a NAND dump for those, and there was never a NAND dump that existed for the 2DS below 9.0, I want to say. Got you. So it's just like it's – I'm not saying it's impossible, but there's never been a official way of running 4.5, anything lower than 9.0 on a 2DS. And the so, same thing echoes that really with the new 3DS systems. So there's a chance they can brick it. Uh, very high chance, of course. Because yeah. it's like, well, the 2DS, it's going to use a – site. It, it uses a 
it uses the same firmware really as the original 3ds systems but it's changed a few ways like it says 2ds in certain ways and all and it doesn't have 3d capabilities and all that stuff yeah 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 so i mean there's different ways that it works out but i just remember a lot of people were saying you know they couldn't and if anybody wants to prove me wrong i mean please do as long as you can cite your source um but from what i remember uh when i first made my downgrade tutorial from 9.2 to 4.5 people were saying you could not do the 2ds Got you. Okay, because yeah. I, I do remember reading that in an article as well. And like you're saying, if there never was a firmware that existed that that um, you know that version, then it would make sense that there's either some kind of already like check check setup where if it tries to go below a certain point, it just couldn't because it's not meant to, or just because it's not actually made for that, that somehow there'd be some sort of an error, basically. Mm-hmm. It's quite similar to how what is set up. It, it's again, I'm going to reference a PS3 again right here because um, with those systems, you know, if you can, if you can downgrade your system, you can only downgrade a system to 3.55 if the original firmware on it was 3.55 or lower. If, if if your original firmware on that PS3, like when it first shipped and came off the factory, was like 4.0, you cannot ever downgrade it to anything lower than that. Okay, which which makes sense again, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's just something that's in there. And some people might say, oh, well, you know, you can still flash it. Like, these versions are going to be the same and all that. And it's like, well, technically they are, but that's kind of not how it works. So it's not the same, but yeah. Well, I mean, there could be ways where someone can, I guess, potentially tweak the firmware a little bit but again like you said too it wouldn't really be the same yeah i mean we'll just we could even simplify it like this it's like the 3ds is version one 3ds excel version two 2ds version three versions one versions two those are designed to run those older firmwares version three was never designed in mind to run that older firmware therefore you cannot run an older firmware on there yeah yeah yeah, so, that, that's simple enough to understand. Mm-hmm, exactly. I, I try that. That's what I try and do, man. I try and just simplify things for the viewers. <laughs> for the viewers. <laughs> for the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. Um, so that happened, you know. So nine point two, it's been the main thing, and a lot of people are wondering. They're just like, well, because here's the thing, man. So first off, the downgrader came out, and there was bricks galore because a lot of people were bricking their systems, and the first downgrader was more dangerous to use uh, because even this is my educated guesstimate right here right but uh from what i saw uh the downgrader at first like the first variant of this that came out it would install your native firmware first and then it would install all the other cia files that are kind of like the parts and partitions of the firmware itself that run on the system Uh, and there were people that weren't installing them right they were also people that were installing uh new 3ds dumps on the old 3ds and vice versa so a lot of people were messing that up too um, but what happened was also the program is just quite unstable as well. So there were also other issues there. But then, because uh, it was made by uh, Tush, I want to say, which his name is spelled like T-U-X-S-H. Uh, but then I think Julian20 took his firmware and ended up modifying it. And now there's even SafeSys updater, which they add in extra checks and everything. They're still kind of, you know, unbalanced and unstable and everything. But point being is you can now somewhat safely downgrade the newer systems and downgrading would be a bit safer than it was prior. Got you. Um, when it comes to the 3DS scene, because I, I know that I, I made a video on a game that was being developed homebrew called Haxer, which I thought was pretty cool that someone actually, you know, went out and created a game. Um, although there is other, I mean, homebrew games, but I feel like that's not nearly as common of a thing. Is there a lot of other stuff that, from what you've seen in the 3DS, like, homebrew department that's coming up because of it all? Like, oh, things yeah. That are... Dude, there's so, I mean, there's been things that have been out for a while, but, I mean, there's a ton of emulators on there. Of course, you know, we saw Windows 95 through DOSBox on there that runs through RetroArch. That was uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was really neat. That dude. was hilarious. I loved seeing that. Um, there was that. Uh, there's also, you know, some other games as well, too, like 2048 got ported over. Of course, you know, uh, Duke Nukem got ported over. Quake got ported over. Uh, Smealum, a while ago, this one of his oldest projects, but he did, you know, like uh, 3DS craft as well. So there's oh, yeah. there's plenty of other things, but most people are going to do it so they can install, you know, games onto the system itself and everything uh, through CIA files and install other type of applications and even modify their games. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I just I, that's that's cool though because I just again was thinking that hopefully since I mean 3ds the 3ds consoles are still like the current um, handheld for Nintendo and stuff like that that yep. maybe there'd be like like the scene hopefully it'll be at least active for a while with people developing and and progressing and making extra tools and stuff like that you know yeah. just like with the 360 how there was like constantly different things coming out like applications and stuff or at least the like I guess like the OG Xbox had more shit but 
Mm-hmm. Either way, my doorbell is so Who's ringing. home? <laughs> the whole family. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, it's kind of one of those things a lot of people, they don't, and this is understandable, a lot of people don't want to do the downgrade right now because they're like, oh, I don't want to brick my system. It's really unstable. It keeps freezing. And that's actually why I waited so long. I waited like a week to do my new 3DS downgrade video because I could not get mine to downgrade for the longest time. Then I was finally able to do it because that downgrade, honestly, it's a bitch to use sometimes because it just freezes all the time and it's just really unstable. Um, but honestly, I'll put it like this. I've I've been through a lot of other scenes. I've seen very early proof of concepts like this uh, branch out into really stable, awesome exploits, kind of like the reset glitch hack, for example. So I say give this like two months, and we're going to have something much more stable. Well, didn't you say, too, when you were doing it, that like basically one of your 3DSs, if it broke, you're like, whatever? Because like, like you were like going into it maybe thinking that you might lose an X, uh, I mean, lose a 3DS? Yeah, I, I bought a 2DS for like $30, and that is my guinea pig system. So any okay. modifications I do, I do on that first, and I do multiple times, so I make sure I don't brick the system. Because I don't really care about the 2DS, and the 2DS, to me, it's, it's my guinea pig system, really, at this point. Because I have a new 3DS, and I have two... Uh, old 3ds's all of them are xls and i have the 2ds which i care about the least and it was the cheapest one so it's like well if it bricks what i made a few videos with it and i'm out like 30 dollars R- random random question what do you think about the 2ds because like i saw it and i was like oh this looks like i don't know it man. looks like a piece of toast it's to me it's like what the fuck like i mean i, I would still probably get one for the sake of just having one i guess but mm-hmm. i i don't think like like do you do you ever would you ever play a game on it or not really i mean it's not really it's uh to me honestly it's a nice cheap alternative uh there are some games though that would be better in 3d or might even require 3d for certain puzzles so you're going to miss out on that so some games might be harder as well Uh, also i don't like that you can't fold the thing so that is silly to me but the thing that i do like about it is it is surprisingly um comfortable you can't fit it in your pocket, right? There's no way in hell. Uh, I probably could because I wear baggy pants, but okay, most but the average pe- Joe, the average Joe, probably not. You can't just fold it and put it in your pocket anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean the the 2ds. Would I recommend it? Not, not really. To be honest, even my younger brothers, I just I didn't get 2ds's for them. I just got them 3ds's because yeah. I would have rather them had that and be like, okay, if the 3d hurts your eyes, just don't use the 3d. So I tell them just to run them in 2d. But yeah. uh, the thing is, you know, they can still flip them closed and all that stuff. So even with the 2ds, you have to buy. It doesn't come with a protective pouch. You have to buy that separately. Got you. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like a. Uh... I, when I first saw it, I was just like, huh, interesting. You yeah. What, when I first saw it, I thought it was a joke, and I looked into it. And then I remember a few days after it was announced, I told one of my best friends about it. And he's like, no, what, that's a thing? Because he, he be- when I tell him, he believes me. And I was like, yeah, no, it's a thing. And he's like, no, I heard about it. Like, some friends were telling oh, yeah. me. Oh, you got homies over? or fr- No, <laughs> I'm good. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, what happened was uh, he was telling me. No, I was telling him about it. And I said, yeah, no, the 2DS is a thing. And he was saying, no way. So I ended up looking up the video that Nintendo had, and I showed him, and his jaw just dropped. And I was watching his reaction the whole time, and I just busted out laughing. He's like, no, because friends were telling me about this last night, and I didn't believe them, and they told me to look (laughs) it up. And I didn't want to look it up because I thought they were pulling a prank on me. Yeah, dude, it literally, like... Nintendo does some bizarre shit. That's all I say. Like Nintendo has fucking balls, dude. They, I, I mean, for one system, they have the the D, the 3DS, the 3DS XL, the new 3DS, the new 3DS XL, and the 2DS. I, I hate, I hate the term new. I hate the new 3DS. I hate that it, name. Yeah, that's a pretty dumb name. Yeah. D- d- fun fact though, and this is, uh, I guess, some some good hypothesis right here as well too. But uh, one of my best friends, we, him and I were talking about this. He knows a lot more about Japanese culture than I do. And he said the main reason why, at least he believes, and he's even looked into this a bit, I believe, but the main reason why they called it the new 3DS is not only it was a hardware refresh, of course, but because for some reason in Japan, um, American-type phrases and English phrases and words, they get plastered onto products and they're hot sales. Huh. Yeah. It's so, kind of, it's kind of like here, for example, how people get like Asian characters like tattooed on them because they look really cool, and then yeah. like people who speak Jap- Japanese or Chinese or Korean or whatever that tattoo is in, uh, they just think it's the most ridiculous thing because you're literally just getting a word tattooed on you. It's kind of like that over there, like the Nintendo 3DS, yeah, okay, but the new 3DS and it's an English word that's now attached to this product, and that really gotcha. sells there. 
Gotcha, gotcha. So it's just a marketing ploy or marketing scheme. Exactly, yeah, which which works excellent in Japan, but you bring it elsewhere, and it's like, what the fuck is this? Stupid. Like, yeah. At least to us, it just seems dumb and, like, not creative at all. Well, I mean, that that's how a lot of even, like, anime and some other things is as well, too, where it's like, oh, in Japan, this is normal. Then other places, it's like, is this, like, underage rape or what is this? <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, super unacceptable, like, the um, cultural some, differences and stuff like that. It, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm bringing up. And to, to anybody who's thinking I'm bashing all them, listen, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm part Japanese, okay? I can bash them myself, and this is just mm. factual stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the 3DS has definitely got a lot going on right yeah, now. Yeah, dude, it's it's incredible. So even right now, um, I guess I can even explain this too because there's been – you know, there's it's awesome because there's been – and thank you to people who are doing this, but there's been people who have been commenting in the comment section of my videos who have even educated me on this. But the reason why so many people uh, – the main thing right now is downgrading to 9.2 is because 9.2, it's the last – firmware that was completely open-ended you could use any type of exploits on there and most exploits are developed for that firmware and another reason why is because not only it was so common and used for so long but also it has some other benefits one of the main ones being that the system uses arm 9 and arm 11 type access to utilize these tools games things like that and on firmware 10.3 you only have arm 11 access while as on firmware 9.2 you have arm 9 and arm 11 access which arm 9 you can do much more with it and it's much more flexible for what modders want to do got you so it gives you full like more access to different it, things pretty much i mean in short yeah you get i don't want to say you get complete access because i feel like somebody might correct me on that if i'm wrong but yeah. no, you get much more access on uh, 9.2 with arm 9 as opposed to arm 11 exclusively got you okay and then you were saying that, in your opinion, like just in case anyone's listening wants to know, like what what is in your opinion the best method to go for uh, exploitation with a de- with a downgrader? Like what, um, oh, what right, form of hacks? Right now, um, let's see. I would say if you could, because a, a free method would be if you could do it, uh, browser hacks, and then through browser hacks you install menu hacks, and then uh, once you downgrade, if you're if you can use SafeSys Updater to downgrade. Uh, you should be good to go. Uh, if you can't, no matter what you do, uh, just use regular SysUpdater. Just make sure you have the latest version. Uh, and then once you get downgraded and everything, uh, you have to install a custom firmware, set up EMU NAND and all that, which all this stuff you had to do, it's awesome. You had to do all this stuff with a flashcard before, but now you don't need to anymore. So it's quite nice uh, that you could do it all for free at this point. But you will still need an entry point no matter what. So like that browser hacks entry point, that is a good free method. But for example, I never got browser hacks working on my 2DS. But I did have browser hacks working on my new 3DS. Huh. Yeah. So yep. it's uh, maybe it was just something I was messing up. But all I know is I entered the website on my new 3DS. It immediately crashed the system. It was good to go while it's on the 2DS. No matter what I did, I tried all the little intricate steps, never got it working. And I was like, you know what? I have Cubic Ninja right here. Screw it. I'll just use Ninjax. Yeah. I wonder if it's just like maybe touchy-feely on certain mm-hmm. certain consoles or something like that. Yeah. There's handhelds. All... I don't know if I call consoles with handhelds. Oh, another thing, too, with all the custom firmwares, because now on top of that, because, like, EMU NAND, for anyone that doesn't know, your system, you have SysNAND on there, right? That's what it's referred to. That's the actual firmware that's built into the system itself that you own. Then you can take EMU NAND, which you can set up, and it partitions off about a gigabyte of space on your SD card, so you have a gigabyte of space that is now reserved for a emulated NAND on there, which is what EMU NAND is called. That's a lot like dual booting your system. So the point to that is now you are now able to use two separate NANDs. So you can be fully updated and you can have all the most up-to-date, you know, uh, you can run all the latest games, you can hopefully access eShop, you can get the latest features that are rolled out on 3DS as well too through system updates, but you still retain 9.2 because you can still use that exploit and everything with that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome because, like I said, I, I know I know a decent amount about 3ds stuff, and I've like done like I've did the you know the Ninjax exploit, but. I definitely oh, dude, have it's... not been following like 100. percent Like that's that's so badass. No, it's like... it's so intricate, man. It's amazing. It's so fascinating when you look into all of it. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like what people mm-hmm. have done and what people have been able to do with this like handheld, you know? Exactly. So yeah, what what I do with all of my systems, I have them set up so that they cold boot. So when you turn them on and you don't touch anything, they automatically boot up into my EMU NAND. And that way, if anybody randomly gets a hold of my system, they're not if they accidentally update it, they're going to update EMU NAND. If they brick something, I can just format EMU NAND and start over again, or I can recover it, anything like that. Because my SysNAND is never touched. As long as you don't touch your SysNAND, your system will stay uh, exploitable. 
It's awesome. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, so they have that. And then another big thing in regards to that, so the old 3DS, because a lot of this, honestly, um, Gateway. Now, Gateway does take, you know, some stuff from the homebrew community. But the people at Gateway are also quite smart. A lot of people like to put Gateway down. I don't put them down because what they've done is actually pretty neat. The thing is they just charge money for it. A lot of people don't want to pay uh, for the flashcard for that initial, you know, price of entry and everything. But uh, for a while, you could only run the latest version of EMU NAND, so the latest firmware on EMU NAND on a 2DS or an old 3DS. And the new 3DS was only locked at 9.5. So now there's actually going to be something that I think Gateway is going to be ripping off from, or unless they developed it and it got leaked. But I think they're probably, you know, taking this idea here because the code is going to be out there. But in short, uh, there were some new keys that were either discovered or leaked out, which means that now if you're on the new 3DS, you can actually run emu nans that are past 9.5 so you can update past 9.5 on there so right now i have a 10.3 emu nand on my new 3ds that's tight Mm -hmm. yep it's so cool yep kind of like uh again like i I relate a lot of this to the ps3 scene because it's all very similar but even with the ps3 you know for the longest time people were stuck on modified 3.55 firmwares and then when the keys started leaking out uh, I think when the private keys and all that started leaking out, now any new PS3 firmware that comes out, they're immediately able to make a custom firmware based off of that. Um, because those keys are not changeable, basically? Uh, pretty much, yeah. I guess the, the best way, because even I myself, I don't fully understand it. I think I have a good amount of knowledge of it, though. Yeah. Uh, but in short, I'm trying to, again, simplify mm-hmm. as best I can. Uh, those are like the private system keys that were oh. used, and they were discovered, they were leaked out and everything. So now, again, as I said, it's like those keys will not change. They could try and change some things within the firmware, but as long as you have those keys, you can still access and decrypt the firmwares. These are the same keys that were leaked out back when we're talking like Geohot days? Uh, those ones, I those were some... Those were some big keys, of course. Those were for the actual system itself. I guess these yeah. ones are for how the firmware is set up. Got you. Okay. So yeah. maybe different, different stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean... Yeah, I, I remember for the longest time, you had to use uh, with... Um, you had to keep your system on 3.55, and you had to either install a custom firmware 3.55 or a patched version, uh, or you had to use an application like Fuck PSN, or that was an actual app, but there were other applications that you had to use so you could install them. And it's like, okay, guys, before this gets patched, uh, you all need to go in and download all the free DLC you can. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, you know, Sony catches on really quickly. They're like, wait a minute, why is it this resurgence of, like, 3.55 PS3s on our network when the latest update is, like, 4.1? Got you. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, no, now that is a thing. So the 3DS is just completely cracked open again. It's it's, it's awesome to see. It's awesome to see these developments. Do you want to uh, move on briefly to the PS4? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. I think I've said my spiel on the PS... Not the PS3. <laughs> talking about it, man. Yeah, you have been talking about the PS3 a lot, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. It's just, I don't like the PS3 that much, but the scenes are so similar. But I do like the 3DS. So, I mean, yeah, I guess it works out. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's cool to be able to relate the two back and forth for people that maybe do know PS3 stuff. And, of course. Uh, 3DS stuff or, you know, vice versa or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> So yeah, basically, I don't know. Do you want to talk about the article that we found today, or? Uh, sure, you go ahead because I know you had found it first, and uh, you've been more the article person. Okay, yeah, this is true. So, um, <laughs> yeah, basically, today I was just going to see if there's any um, updates when it came to the uh, PS4 being exploited or jailbroken, and there was a article over on Seven Sins, basically titled "Cturt Publishes New PS4 Kernel Exploit Details," and. Um, I'm even briefly trying to remember, um, but I knew I know that uh, basically C-Turt, C-Turt was the one that was at the convention, or no, was that Failed Overflow? Failed um, Overflow was at the convention. C-Turt okay. is not affiliated with Fail. Okay, so Failed Overflow were the ones that were running Linux at the convention. Mm-hmm. Correct, okay. So C-Turt, though, basically um, was working on, or, or I believe hacked the uh, PS4, or ha- has a method of hacking, right, is what I, what I remember? Yeah. And um, he's, I think he was talking about potentially, potentially releasing something, but not. He did. He didn't want to. Um, he basically doesn't want piracy. He released his whole method. He showed how he did everything and all that, but he never ended up releasing a explicit exploit. Got you. Because again, he doesn't want to hand over um, 
something that's probably going to be used for piracies. Yeah, and and the reason being as well, too, this is something that really scares everyone is the crazy thing. Um, But, you know, Geohot, he did the same thing with the PS3, and uh, he got sued to oblivion. Yeah, Yeah. now, granted, they did settle, but one of the settlements was he can never touch or modify. I mean, I'm saying touch. They they pretty much said that, but uh, I know it's not literally he can't touch a system. But, you know, roughly speaking, he cannot touch another Sony anything or else he's going to get sued. Yeah. yeah so, so they're just like, you're not going to touch our phones, our systems, our TVs, nothing. So there's potentially a chance that the reason why he's not doing this or like releasing it specifically um, is because there's some kind of fear of repercu- or repercussion from yeah, Sony. But even the big thing with that was that it wasn't just that he released custom firmware. He released the system the keys. keys. Yeah. yeah. And that's what pissed them off. Yeah. That, that, that was a big deal. Yeah. I, I do remember that actually. Didn't he make? Didn't he make a fucking rap? Too? He did make a, a rap saying that he was being sued by Sony. It was it was great. It was awesome, dude. Yeah. I, I I remember watching that with my brother. But um, he even referenced at one point in the rap. He referenced a website. I don't remember what it was called, but he referenced a website that also got sued and shut down. They got a, several cease and desists from Sony because when the PSP was only available in Japan, uh, they were buying PSPs like tons of like bricks of them, and then they were reselling them on their website with worldwide shipping. Probably for a, for, a, for a pretty hefty increase in. I mean, of course there. they they were going to do that just so they could get that money. But Sony was not selling them outside Japan, so they were the first. Te- technically, they were the first retailer to sell the PSP outside of Japan. Got you, but they weren't authorized retailer. I'm they sure. weren't authorized at all, yeah. and Sony was not happy about that. No, good old Sony. Good um, old Sony. Yeah, your TVs but... suck now, Sony. <laughs> hey my main tv in our house is a sony i'm sorry their tvs aren't as good as what they used to be like they sony daniel sony used to be the number one in electronics they had the best tvs the best headphones the best cd players uh everything like that and now it's just like they're now you just look at them you're like well i mean it's nice but it's definitely overpriced for what you're getting when i can get the same thing for like 400 dollars less yeah well I, our main tv we probably got like 10 years ago and it was a sony bravia and it was like it was a fucking nice tv man mm-hmm but I, I get what I get what you're saying because like, well, for me like some of the main real quick like TVs are like I like like uh, Samsung I think makes really nice uh, TVs and monitors. My buddy has one that I think it looks bitchin'. Um, and I like Acer a lot too and Asus I guess. Mm-hmm. I actually I'm looking at Asus monitor right now as we speak. Yeah, they're they're definitely there. I mean, I don't know, man. There's a lot of companies to me that make pretty solid monitors and stuff. Like, but I get what you're saying because at one point Sony was like, oh shit, it's a Sony. Like it was like the fucking elite. Yeah, yeah, no, they they were the name in electronics. They're not so much anymore because it's like they've even sold off. I think they sold off their Vio division because it just wasn't making that much money. Huh. No shit. Yeah. I didn't know about that. I do like um, Sony's got these like the PS4 TVs. Have you seen those? Uh, you're talking with PlayStation Now on them. Is that what it is? I thought you could stream your fucking game from, like, your console to the TV. That would be PlayStation Now. Oh, it is PlayStation And you could now. still do that through the TV as well. It's kind of like they took the PSP, t- the, the PlayStation TV, and they, like, integrated it into the TV itself. Oh, got you. So it's not even that big of a deal because you can get the standalone thing. Exactly. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it and was like, how fucking cool. Like, anyways, um... <clears throat> but yeah, so basically, I know that there was another hacker that I, I saw or read. I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but he was basically saying that he had access. It was like full full kernel access, I believe. Do you know which person that was? Not off the top of my head, do you? Uh, no, no, I don't. Uh, I, I, I know of what's been going on with C-Turt, and I know of what's been going on with Fail Overflow, which I'd also like to discuss Fail Overflow at some point. Yeah, give me a uh, well. You can if you want to get going, I, like or, sure. you know, say say something about that. While I'm looking this up real quick. Sure. So this was, I mean, this was like multinational news. I'm sure everyone knows about this at this point. That's how I knew about it. But uh, the thing is, with Fail Overflow, they went to uh, uh, I think it was 33C3, which was it's a big hacking convention. Every single year, the number changes, so it still stays C3. But uh, this was the 33rd year they were doing it, and Phil Overflow was invited, you know, as a special guest, and they brought a PS4 up on stage, and as you all are probably guessing, they figured out something to do with PS4, so... What they end up doing was they were able to get Linux running on the PS4. So they had a ported version of PS4 running, well, of Linux running on the PS4. Pretty sure this was on a 1.76 system or below. So you, again, need to get an older system that hasn't been updated in a while. 
but there was that available. And the impressive thing is, I mean, it worked very well. Uh, the sound was there too. It looked great. They were able to open up a Game Boy emulator. I think it was a Game Boy Advance emulator, and they were able to play a slightly modified version of yeah. uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, so, I mean, they had this thing, you know, fully working. They're really turning this into a workstation. I think the only thing was there was a few other features that didn't work. Like, I don't remember if Wi-Fi worked. I don't think, like, certain 3D things worked. But even right after that conference, they end up getting 3D working. So it's definitely really neat to see how well it worked out. Now, one thing as well, which I actually wanted to discuss with you, is uh, they did say they came out and they said, yeah, the PS4 security is not good. And all, all you need to do is poke around in it a little bit, and you'll see why. But... I want to know, is this, when they said it's, you know, the security is not that good, now you're seeing a few other people, you know, hack it up and everything. Is this really a case of the security not being that good? Or is it a case of just there's so many systems out there and there's so many hackers that are now looking at these systems and they have that previous console and modding and hacking experience? Mm, that's a fantastic question. And I would say probably a little bit of both potentially. Um, I definitely think that... I think that the modding scene um, or modding in general has gotten like widely more popular. And I don't know whether, I mean, I would say the internet is definitely the number one thing now. Like the information is so readily available. There's so many forums. You've got YouTube videos where people are showing off mods and things like that and people getting credit and people, um, I mean, some of the best, even though, again, this isn't really hardware hacking, but I'm just saying like in terms of certain games, like some of the mods actually become standalone games because modding is such a, you know, big thing. And yeah, like uh, Gary's Mod and uh, Daisy, for example. Yeah, exactly. So, um, God, I, I, I would say, yeah, like it's, I'd say it's probably a little bit of both, you know. Um, yeah, I, that, that's my opinion. I would agree with you on that because like, for example, when I think Fail Overflow, I mean, I'm sure the, the architecture and everything is easy for them, but these are also the people that worked on the PS3 and they do have quite a bit of experience. So even for me, for example, there's quite a few things I do for the first time and they're much easier to me than they would be for other people because I've had similar types of experiences. Uh, but then again, you know, when it comes to the security, I also feel like it is it could be weaker security it very well could be but i also feel like it's because just factually you look at the numbers there are a lot more playstation 4s that have been sold than a lot more xbox ones that means more people have the playstation 4 they've been exposed to it that also includes hackers and modders so there's been more watchful eyes upon it while as with the xbox one um that's the last one to really come out though the only people unless somebody announces something the only people that have really come out and said yeah we're working on it have been you know c forever who's affiliated with team executor and team executor and both of them have been dead silent for about a year and a half so either they've given up or they're working on something really really big that they're going to charge a pretty penny for yeah which i mean I, there hasn't been like any hints at all exactly nothing dude like there if there is something going on they're keeping that shit like super and under I, the and radar. i wouldn't blame them and then uh, i was gonna say another thing for people that say oh well you know the wii u sold the least and all that well here's the thing the wii u has also had another year under its belt and that has been proven to have you know much lower security than either of these two consoles that have been out and on top of that phil overflow did hack up the wii u quite early into its life cycle but they never released anything I do remember actually hearing or seeing something about that. Yep. That was like right away, like 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 really yeah, close. Yeah, they they the did game. the exact same thing with the Vita. They came out and they they uh said, you know, we've completely hacked it up, but they said we will not be releasing the exploits at least for the time being because it is so early into the life cycle and we want these systems to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I am uh, so bummed I'm not finding this fucking article. It's I'm still trying to find, but I know that somebody was tweeting about it and i thought that i had linked back to it but i guess that i didn't link back to it i linked back to a different article so i'll have to see potentially later on if i can find it i will um comment it down below but yeah i was gonna say yeah go ahead comment the articles do do yeah. some please yeah i'll just do that later on but yeah basically there was a, an article posted um well today 118 i don't know if, you know if the video goes up today or the i'm gonna try and make it go out today even if i'm high on this cough cert man yeah so i feel good <laughs> but just so that you guys have like a reference point, 118 is when this article was posted, and uh, basically it's on Seven Sins. I said it's called CTER publishes new PS4 kernel exploit details. Um, it says that the exploit has been patched around firmware 2.0, so will not be useful for anyone on the latest firmware. So again, basically like what Mr. Mario said when he was talking earlier is that you have to be on um, the. I'm sure it uses the web browser or WebKit exploit, which is what 1.76. So mm -hmm. um, you've got to be again below 2.0. 
Um, and it says basically that Sea Turret has still he's still working on the PS4. Um, he's apparently actively working on it with another group of hackers. Um, you actually, Mr. Mario, might have uh, more information in your article because I can't log into Seven Sins. One of my old accounts got banned <laughs> forever ago, and so I'm what like, "What did you says, do, dude? I, I couldn't tell you. It's been like four or five years. I'm pretty sure I was just trolling or something like that." Um, gotcha. There's a yeah. lot of people that are banned on this site, though. So yeah, I, know. I so, guess they're banned happy. Um, but basically. Um, there is a, another group called Qwerty. Your I, how the fuck do you say this? Is it Qwerty? I don't uh, Qwerty or, or your lop. Yeah, or yeah, lop. whatever. Um, which is basically a I guess another group saying there's a ton of attack surface on the PS4. Literally, their tweet quote unquote says Sony is fucking retarded. Why would anyone do a kernel mode dynamic linker? That's literally a fuck ton of attack surface. Um, basically, it says this seems to confirm. What was stated a few weeks ago, that they have no doubt that vulnerabilities in the latest firmware can be found without too much trouble. The exploit itself lies in function, and it says, got the. I'm not going to read the file name, you can look at it yourself if you want, and some of its internal <laughs> calls, such as copy and full details on the exploit, or full details can be found in, and there's a link below. So, basically, um, it's saying here that CTERT is able to work on proof of concepts um, as, as different like entry points from using his computer, actually, instead of actually having to use a uh, SDK from what I'm seeing here. I don't I don't really want to, like, read the whole article to you guys. So I'll link you guys to it basically down below. But it looks like there's definitely, like, like Mr. Mario was saying, there's a shitload of stuff that's, like, being worked on with the PS4. So I would say it's only a matter of time before somebody decides to actually leak a public exploit that does give you full access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, you know. we'll see. We'll wait for it. I mean, it's just going to be a matter of time, honestly, right now, because a lot of people are just like, oh, yeah, leak it out, leak it out. I was like, dude, you can't you can't do much with it right now, man. Just wait. Just hold on. It's going to come. Yeah, well, I think what people don't realize is that even if they leaked it out, without actual other people creating tools that allow you to do stuff with it, it's not going to do shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, that's why there's been a lot of people that they try. And I, I don't know. They just try and, like, bum people out or they look at it in a super negative way. There's like, oh, there's nothing you could do with it right now. I'm like, Exactly. Because there's there's nothing available. There's not really many developers. Yeah. But look at all these other scenes. Like there was nothing you could do with them. Then some people say, "Oh, you have to get a really old PS4 to do this." I'm like, uh, "Well, I'm looking over at the 3DS and the PS3 scenes. They seem to be doing pretty well." Yeah, exactly. So, I I don't know, and I, I still feel like that either another exploit will be found for something after 1.76 or like another method or. Um, or there'll be a way to downgrade. I have, I have pretty strong faith in one of those two things happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just we'll wait and see, man. We'll wait and see. I don't know about a downgrade, but I think we're going to see stuff on 1.76 running natively first, and then maybe later on if we can get a downgrade. Oh, that'd be fantastic. I wouldn't have anything against that. But uh, people are also wanting to see these ported over to newer firmwares. Yeah. Yeah, I just – look, I don't know. How, how hard do you think it is to get your hands on 1.76? Because you have one, right? No, I don't. But oh, I mean, don't? I think you can. It's it's going to be harder now because of all the um, information out. Yeah, because of all the information, everything. But even when it first came out, the systems you could still get them, but they were like four hundred bucks. Yeah, I because remember it, you... it was it was you had to get you know like a new system, or you could get an old one that you verified had a one point seven six. But it was mostly um, people getting you know new systems. And uh, then what would happen on there? Yeah, no, they would get a new system, and it was like a special edition bundle of some kind. Yeah, it wasn't it um Last of Us? Last of Us bundle there were several others as well. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's like it's just like <laughs> with, with like Ninjax, how like the price got jacked up on that game super quick. Oh my god, I remember yeah, no, that was a $5 game went up to like 60-70 bucks at some sometimes even 100 and then uh the other one was Ocarina of Time 3D hacks and uh that was that was interesting because I remember that was a harder one to do because you had to get a way of getting the save game over to that cartridge, which meant you had to buy another piece of hardware, whether it be a gateway or a save dongle. But that was already a game that was kind of hard to find, and it was a good game too. It was a first-party Nintendo game, you know, Ocarina of Time. So yeah. it's kind of one of those things, well, if you didn't already have it, you should probably own it as a 3DS owner. And if you don't own it, you're going to have to pay, you know, $30, $35 for a used copy of it when it was originally 40 But then that also went up in price as well too. Yeah, but at least that game is – like nobody had Cubic Ninja. Oh, yeah, think. nobody had Cubic Ninja. I remember because I linked it to you because I just found, you know – copy like copies of it by the truckload on ebay for like five bucks when the exploit was first announced yeah 
Yeah, I remember there was one page. They had like 30 copies of it. I literally refreshed the page a minute later. All of them were gone. Crazy. Yeah, because dude. yeah, people just started buying them. I'm sure people bought like 10 of them at once because they were such cheap games. Yeah, just to resell or, you know, whatever, or install or something a, like that. A best friend of mine and I, we had talked about that because he also got a copy of it. And he was like, well, worst case, if you if you don't get your copy, I'll share mine with you. And, you know, I appreciated that. But when we saw that, we used to, I was like, damn it, Danny, I told you this. I told you we should have gotten like 20 copies of them and sold them all. Right. And I was like, dude, yeah. I, I know. I knew it was going to go up in price. I'm like, eh, I couldn't be ours to do it, honestly. Yeah, I think I only paid like. I don't know, it was a couple bucks for mine. I got it, like, instantly, dude. Yeah, because I, I remember you paid a little bit more than I did because I linked it to you that night, but you waited a few hours. So I think you, had, yeah. you paid, like, 7 or $8, but still. Yeah, it was that, that to me, that was, like, no big deal. Yeah, it was, like, by the time the, the next day or the day after, it was, like, a $50 game again. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit. I should have just bought them. Like, I, oh, I guess I could have bought, like, 10 and turned them around and flipped them for, you know, double, triple the cost and made some money off of that. Exactly. <laughs> um... I think random too, but like I was on I was on my camping trip a while back, and I I forgot that I had unpatched or like um, I didn't have I didn't have an intact set up on my DS for whatever reason. I don't remember what I had done to like get you rid might of it. Have, but you might have deleted the files on your SD card or something. Yeah, that, that's that's probably what I did then. Um, so I was stuck with actually playing Ninjax. Oh, I mean not Ninjax, playing Cubic Ninja. Oh my god, dude! That game fucking blows. <laughs> yeah, it's such a bad like. Everyone it's said it's so a bad game, and even bad, even it's funny because my buddy of mine, uh, he was busy. So for some, I don't get this, but he was too busy at the time to try out Ninja. So for some reason, he decided to play Cubic Ninja, and he yeah. did tell me because he's a developer as well. He's like, Danny, you know, normally I'm pretty lenient and lax when it comes to games, but. No, Cubic Ninja is horrible. This game just fucking sucks. Dad. I've still never played Cubic Ninja. Oh, man, you're not missing out. I've run Ninjax, Ninjax 2.5, and yeah, that's pretty much... Oh, and Region 3 and Region 4 on there, but I've never played Cubic Ninja. Yeah, it's it's, oh, gotta be honest. it's fucking rough, dude. It is so bad. <laughs> but It's a great exploit game, though. Yeah, definitely. I, I, that's 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 a fact. I'm, it's cool that, again, it was that game that was able to be bought for so damn cheap because nobody wanted it, and I'm sure that... You know, there was just, like, an abundance of used copies out there for a while. Well, it's like you have this, like, $4 game, and it's like, okay, for some reason this game has a really obscure feature that nobody uses where you're able to scan a QR code, and if we can exploit that, let's get it working. I just thought that was hilarious. It's like, why is it that, like, the game that has, like, the best easy entry point exploit feature is, like, the cheapest game out there that nobody likes? Right? No, I thought that was, like, so cool. Like, and just, like, lucky and, I, I don't know, that's freaking awesome. Yep. Yeah, even uh, people that bought it at a ripoff price of, like, 20 bucks. Oh, no, dude, you flip that for 60, you're good. I was, I was like, geeking out, dude, when I saw the whole, like, QR code to get everything working. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, modding has come a long way. Yep. Like, oh, dude, just... it was fantastic. Because uh, what that so... does is it pulls a website, and then when it accesses that website, it injected, you know, the code into the system at the right points and everything from that site to crash it. Yeah, and then it pretty much tells it, "Hey, boot this file right here," and it boots it, and bam, you have homebrew launcher. Yeah, so cool, dude. Mm -hmm. Um, do you briefly then wanted to talk about the Wii U stuff? Absolutely, we said okay. we were going to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. So for anybody that hasn't really been following the Wii U, now the last time I talked about the Wii U, I never made a tutorial or anything, but there's uh, one YouTube user's name is Eric Xander. I did link to his tutorial. He had a great one where he showed Lodine. Now, you need a Wii U that's on version 5.3.2 or lower, but with the Wii U, what's been going on with that is uh, there's now, you know, kernel-level exploits for that where you're actually able to run homebrew. It's quite limited, though. There's really not anything homebrew worthwhile on there except for loading, which is a tool that you can use to load games off a SD card. Uh, but it's not, it's very rough around the edges. You have to use a browser exploit of some kind. It crashes a bunch when you do get it working. There's several games that do crash. They don't work properly. You can't use updates on there. Sometimes you can. There's so many different variants and forks of loading and modifications as well, too. So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, is what I'm trying to say. But, uh, you know, for anybody who was stuck on the latest firmware, which was 5.5 or 5.5.1, uh, you couldn't really do anything. Now, there's been some things that have come out where I know, Daniel, you, you covered a topic, didn't you, where there was supposed to be some that was released on Christmas? Yeah, he was saying that that was his target goal was who to was release it on Christmas. Uh, give me a second. I don't know his name off the top of my head. Okay. Oh, there, was, there was one modder who said that they were going to, hopefully, they said hopefully they were trying to target around Christmas. It never came out. Uh, still has not come out to this day. 
But uh, I think it was like Hikem or something like that, I want to say. Uh, Did it start with an H? Uh, that sounds correct. Uh, Pretty much. On. I do know this one guy who is uh, Hikem, H-Y-K-E-M. Uh, he was working on it, and he had an exploit, but then what ended up happening was just recently 5.5.1 ended up getting released, which is the latest firmware update. So then when that came out, uh, who was it? Uh, Smealum and his team, the people that worked on, they work essentially on 3DS, they actually end up releasing browser hacks and a few other modifications, you know, get this working on the Wii U. Because their logic was, oh, well, now the latest firmware is patched, so we can put this out, it's no big deal funny thing is it still works on 5.5.1 so technically now on both nintendo systems at this point in time the latest firmers that are out are both exploitable still looking for, <laughs> still looking for his name <laughs> i'll go ahead and keep talking but uh yeah. not so what happened then on top of this was you know we had that going on now if you're on 5.3.2 you're still good to go. If you're on 5.4 now, you now have kernel level access, I believe. But if you're on 5.5 or 5.5.1, you only have user land access, which essentially means you do have homebrew access. You can exploit the system, but it's not going to be as extensive as if you were on a lower firmware. And there's actually a um, – <clears throat> I don't remember where I saw it, actually. I think it was on GBA 10, but it basically showed you what things you could do versus couldn't do with uh... – um, what what was the thing you just said there? The name of it. It's called um. The access. Mm-hmm. No, but no, but what's it called? There's two different types of access. The one that's not as as. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, wait, are you talking about the Wii U? Yeah. Browser hacks. That's the only one I know of, at least. No, no, no. It's not an exploit, but basically, it's the type that basically gives you less access. Like it allows you to do some things. You just said it. It's like for five point five userland. There we go. That's yeah. what I was talking about. Yeah. So like, there's a there's basically an article that says what things you can do with userland and what things you can't do with userland for those that are like maybe interested in seeing whether it's something they'd even want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I haven't really looked into it too much, but that's at least been a thing out there. So now you know at least Wii U is kind of coming a long way, and we're still waiting all those drive emulators, and no drive emulators ever came out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, yeah, there was a bunch of fucking... Uh, didn't X-Key the, say they were going to do one? Yeah, they were going to do the Wii Key U, and I even had that pre-order, and I actually canceled my pre-order because I was like, dude, this has been in the works for like a year and a half, and there's still nothing. They haven't announced any... Uh... Oh, Hykem, yep. Hykem, okay. Yep, H-Y-K-E-M, that's it. So, yeah, so hopefully... I mean, I don't know. It says that he's still basically working on it. I don't know... I mean, it's like almost a month after his original announce on it. Mm-hmm. Well, we are a month after, yeah, because this article was when was it? This article and was also. Back. I'm I'm on Twitter right now as we're talking, so this is going to be you know a few hours old by the time this video gets out, hopefully. But let's see, Smealum he said apparently Nintendo made it so you can't launch games that have an update unless you update them on 10.4. So if you update Bye Bye Iron Hags, which I think is pretty shitty, but whatever. As people have been pointing out, it's not on all games. Just Ironfall, still a dick move, like always. So it looks like 10.4 is now officially out for the 3DS. I just, that's funny, because I was just on his Twitter right now and saw him talk about something, but I didn't see that actual... 23 minutes ago, right now oh, at least. No so. shit. Yeah, it's going to be, by the time this goes out, it's going to be, you know, much later, but still. Or... Uh, it also looks like speaking on the wii u he's also released this too but uh this is a few days ago uh found this going through wii u system logs nintendo engineers reference game is on point and actually in these system logs they referenced yoshi's cookie for the super nintendo oh yeah i did see that it, I, I, yeah I, I did see that that's, that's pretty funny, funny. Shit. yeah because like games from what's the year like 90 or uh somewhere in the 90s yeah. it looks like 1992 yep yeah the year I was born. Mm-hmm. I did see that article. Yep, yep. So, yeah, no, it is official now. So, you will have to, um, yeah, 10.4. So, now, sorry, you guys can't update to 10.3 through normal means. That's funny that uh, it just was launched, like, right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, a few hours ago, at least. So, yeah. yeah. And then, I think, were you talking about the IOSU kernel? Were you thinking of that for the Wii U or not? Because Smealum actually did. He didn't release that, but he did show that he was able to access the IOSU kernel, which was, like, yeah, think, the keys I, and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I think that is what I was talking about. Okay. Because I know you were kind of mentioning something like that before. I was like, was, was it this you were talking about? Yes, no? 
I just don't know the off like the top of my head. I don't know like the exact names of everything. You know, I have to like reference stuff just because I don't know. Like before, it was easier when I was focused on one console, but now yeah, you have trying... to focus on so many consoles. And honestly, I just I the only reason why I have the upper hand is because last week I pretty much dedicated myself after work to yeah. that stuff. So you said yeah. like a madman dude knocking out those tutorials. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, it was worth it. It was fun. Yeah, those are definitely going to be useful <laughs> for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Let's okay, real quick, real quick. I gotta do something fun with you right now. Let's place, let's place a bet. Okay, not a bet, not a bet. Okay, it's just there's nothing, nothing on the line here. Fall asleep here, but okay. Okay, when do you, <laughs> if you ha- if you had to put uh, if you had to put money on it, which you don't, <laughs> when do you think that that PS4 kernel exploit or will actually be released to the general public? August. Really, you think that that far? I I'm hoping so. Okay, yeah. I was I was gonna say March, dude. <laughs> I, I was gonna say March, like sometime March. I mean, again, like I have no fucking idea. I just curious, like it, yeah, I don't know like, either. I just kind of I, I just did six months plus one in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, yeah, because yeah, so. it's kind of at the point now where it's not like they're just teasing things. Like, no, there's actually things that are really going on here, and you know, hopefully, it's you know, hopefully in August or in March we'll have something really <laughs> awesome to report. <laughs> I'm gonna see, I'm gonna use your word. Something will come into fruition. Fruition. <laughs> That's your word, man. I like that word, man. Yeah, oh, it's a solid word. <laughs> so Nyquil's definitely kicking in. Yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't loopy, but it's like I'm just kind of sitting here. I'm like, oh, my my eyes are very comfortable when they're closed. <laughs> That's funny as shit. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like I mean, we've done. We've been going on for a while, right? It's been this about pod- an hour. I think this podcast is clocking in at a little less than an hour at this point. Okay. Well, I mean, I I don't know. If you got anything else to add? You definitely. Again, know more about this topic with the Wii U than I do. Don't vote for Donald Trump. (laughs) Please, he's not the president America needs. Hillary, Hillary 2016. (laughs) By the way, I I will throw this in, though, because I was going to throw it in with the 3DS stuff, but I forgot to. It's kind of at the ass end of this podcast or whatever. Uh, Some people had asked me, what are the differences between, you know, the different custom firmwares? Like, there's Raynand, there is Cakes Firmware, and there is RX Tools. Uh, At this moment in time, RX Tools has not been updated to work on the new 3DS, so you can only use it on the old 3DS. Uh, what else is there? Or at least you can only use it. I think you can use it on the new 3DS, uh, up to 9.5, but you can't go any further from what I remember. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, there's cakes, which I don't know too much about. I've looked into it a bit though, and it kind of seems like it's a bit of a variance between this and Raynand. Now Raynand is essentially custom firmware. It works on old 3DS, I believe, but it also mainly works on new 3DS, and it's been fully updated as well as Cakes has. But Raynand is a simple, you know, no frills um, custom firmware. There's nothing really built into it. It's custom firmware. You get what you get right there, and you're going to have to add everything on later on. While as Cakes has a few things baked into it, you know, kind of hints the name. And then RX <laughs> Tools, that has quite a few other advanced features like injection, all that stuff built right into the firmware itself. So some people have asked, you know, what what I recommend. Uh, personally, I think, Kate, well, RX Tools, factually, I think it is the best firmware, custom firmware. Uh, I've had great luck with it. Rainand has been excellent as well, too, but it's the most simple out of all of them. And then Cakes is somewhere in between. I don't have any experience with it, but it's somewhere in between the two. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you want to wrap this up? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm getting hungry, actually. Yeah, same here. So I wasn't going to get anything else tonight, but I'm like, oh, I might have to eat something. So I'll just, I guess I'll just eat something while this is rendering out. I, I do want to get this out tonight. Yeah, definitely. Just so that way, like you said, too, the uh, information is still at least Because all this stuff is like it's coming out so fast. I'm like, I have to get this out tonight. Yeah, but tomorrow, everything we said might be... Everything we said is going to be outdated tomorrow. Yeah. Everything you say is boring. Yeah, <laughs> your shit doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, so once again, guys, happy new year to each and every one of you. Thank you so much for watching. Um, and uh, yeah, kisses, dope swanner, and uh, I'm out. All right, and hey, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for watching, sticking around, everyone, and listening. Uh, if you want to, you know, our main thing is YouTube, so you can check out Dope Swanner's channel where he is Dope Swanner on YouTube. I, myself, am Mr. Mario 2011 on YouTube, and this is where the video will be uploaded as well, too, in a audio format. If you look down below in the description, there's also going to be links for our iTunes where you can download the MP3 from there, uh, our other podcast site, Pod 
Podbean. That was it, where you can download things there, uh, as well as Dopeswarner's channel and also our Facebook page, where you can keep up to date on the updates that don't really happen too much. Right? <laughs> that should be our New Year's resolution, mod chat resolution. We need yeah. to update the Facebook. I try and post on there, no, man. No, you do. You do. It's absolutely no. You're 100. percent I'm not. No denying saying that, like, oh no, it's you, not me. No, like you do. You do really good. Um, <laughs> Hey, I totally like random thought, but like if you ever get a PO box, I'm gonna troll you and just get like a bunch of people to send you Nyquil. <laughs> oh my God, no, 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 no! That's why I'm not getting a PO box. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want. Ran- you know the reason why? I- a side tangent. The reason why I'm not getting a PO box. I've talked with people about this is because I know I'm gonna say on there. I'm gonna be like, because you know I don't sell systems. I don't modify systems. You know for service or anything like that, unless I really know the person. But there's gonna be a bunch of people I bet who send their Xboxes to me, be like, hey, can you mod my system? And I'm gonna say no, and then I don't want to ship back so then if i st- if i hold on to it then i'm gonna look like the asshole because i'm stealing their system which they sit to me without my permission so i mean that doesn't i guess you're not really stealing at that yeah point. but then i still look like the asshole on the internet because it's like mr mario has 20 xbox that people have sent to the to him and he never sent them back and it's like motherfucker i say explicitly don't send stuff to my p.o box i feel like if you say that then you shouldn't feel bad about pocketing these yeah, xboxes I, I guess that's true but dude i don't even want any more that's a thing so i don't know it might be one of those things i might get a p.o box later on and if people feel like sending me stuff like if it gets to the point where there's actually people that want to send me things i'll, I'll like message them privately and be like okay Here's my P.O. box. You do not have to send me anything. You really don't have to. You don't have to. But if you'd like to, it's okay. But I'll probably just keep it private because that's what uh, actually one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, Adam Korlick, I don't think he has a P.O. box, but that's what he does where a lot of people send him stuff and he just tells them straight up. He's like, dude, you do not have to send anything. But yeah. if, if you really, really, really feel the need to send this to me, here's my address. Yeah. But he does that in private too. Again, as I said, he does it through like email and messages and all that stuff. I would only want a PO box for people to draw pictures and send me pictures. Or oh, like, that would be awesome. Just like, yeah, just like funny things too, like or like funny cards, or like just like shit that would make me laugh. Or like, if ever, if anyone ever wanted, like, if there was someone artsy that wanted to do like fan art too, that'd be fucking really cool. I sent know? one of my friends a letter one time when he was like two minutes away from me. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah but yeah no aside from that if you have any other recommendations anything like that that you'd like us to cover later on please drop them down below in the comment section of this video and let us know what you thought of this episode Kisses. i think that's it yep anyways this is mr mario signing off for real this time later everyone we will uh be talking to you next month kisses <laughs> <laughs> oh.